0: friends, I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. This podcast is all about helping Colorado-based small business owners, entrepreneurs, realtors, and professionals discover the strategies and systems that take their marketing to all new heights. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to Rocky Mountain Marketing. Today, my guest is Matthew Pierce. Matthew is the co-founder and developer of HashtagSlayer.com, the easy tool to research and optimize your Instagram hashtags. Matthew, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Hey, Katie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, it's been great because you and I have had the opportunity to talk a little bit about hashtags in the DMs. We've had some conversations about hashtags. I use your product and we're going to get into the whole hashtag conversation, because I feel like everybody right now has a bit of a hashtag headache. So we're going to solve the hashtag questions and problems, but before we even dive into hashtags, I would love it if we start back at the beginning, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and what led you to starting Hashtag Slayer.
1: Yeah, sure thing. So I'm a a developer, marketer, designer, and my wife's a, a designer and marketer as well we met in design school, have the exact same degree. And then after all of that, she went into more of a marketing coaching kind of space. And she was coaching her her clients on their marketing on Instagram. And after a while, she noticed that a lot of them were really struggling with their hashtags. So she made a spreadsheet that essentially would have different columns where you could kind of organize your hashtags based on the the number of posts each hashtag had. And then there was one cell in that column where you'd click it and it would kind of randomize and shuffle those hashtags around. Pretty rudimentary, but her clients started using this and they saw a massive increase in their reach. So just by giving them that variety in the hashtag size and making sure that that was the case, they really started to perform better. So she showed this to me and I was like, wow, do you know what you have here? And she said, yeah, I've got a really awesome spreadsheet. (laughs) So me being a a programmer, I was like, I think there's a little more here. I think we can build this out. But uh, I was also naive. And I said, well, it's just a spreadsheet. I should be able to make this into a web app in like, I don't know, a weekend. Um, (laughs) And six months later, we launched hashtag Slayer.com.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And you know, talk about like combining forces. I love it. So, before we even dive into even more hashtags, with being a developer, how has that really kind of benefited you with what it was that you created? I mean, like do you think that having it as the app or like just knowing like hey, this is more than just a a spreadsheet. This is a really good idea.
1: I think the developer aspect of it, it's helpful that I have a marketing background, but what I really noticed is when I first got into the Instagram space talking about hashtags, I was like, why would anyone care what I have to say? But I think the more analytical programming side of my brain allowed me to bring some unique perspectives on it. So I was analyzing the data, trying to look at patterns, looking at behavior a bit more. And so it allowed me to come up with new strategies for hashtags or explain things in a different way that may be at least trying to be a little more accurate. So I think that was a Kind of a competitive advantage in the Instagram marketing space that I honestly hadn't considered.
0: Yeah, and I think that too with hashtags, a lot of people don't realize like how important they are. I mean, even they're one of the most important ways to be found organically on Instagram, and I think that that's one of the things where a lot of people are like eh, I don't know I'll just hashtag blessed. You know, there I got a hashtag out there. So before we dive into all of the different ways that you can utilize hashtags. Let's just start with what a hashtag
1: is. All right, right down to the principles. So, you know, a hashtag is, a lot of people think it's just a way to get more views and a way to get more reach, and that's not the case. A hashtag is simply an organization method. You're helping Instagram's file system or any other social media platform understand how to properly label and categorize your content. As you do this more effectively and specifically, those softwares, those social media networks are able to put your account and your content in a very accurate niched down box. And the better they can do this, the more likely they are to show you to the right people.
0: Well, and and I think that a lot of people are like, wait, so you mean the pound sign? (laughs) And these these hashtags evolved out of accident. They were on Twitter and all of a sudden people are like, oh, whoops, now there's this whole new categorization and people are being found. And it... really happened because of a developer error, correct?
1: Hashtags happened from a developer error?
0: From the Twitter standpoint, because they didn't realize oh. that the hashtag was categorizing all of these words and it broke like, Oh Well then let's just involve it into what we have now.
1: That's not the history I've heard actually. From what oh, I love it. I okay, so
0: <laughs> let, let's hear it. Let's hear it.
1: Okay. So from what I understand, do you remember IRC clients? This is going back. So if everyone knows Slack, so Slack is essentially a much more modernized and professional version of an IRC client, which is an internet relay chat client. And these were essentially uh, open source programs people used to use to access chat rooms. So you'd connect to a server and there would be different rooms or channels like you have in Slack on the server. And each room that you'd enter would be, you'd, it would be titled with the hashtag in front of the pound sign, and then the name of the room. And so that's kind of initially that's how people would organize things. This then led to an inspiration. The guy's name is uh, escaping me right now, but he's a he's a very prominent kind of design technologist developer in in the states, and he's often in the startup space. But he was at a conference back in 2007, and he he was like, "Hey, it'd be nice if we had a way to know that all of our tweets." we're referring back to the same thing. So he suggested, let's just put a pound sign and this one word in front of every tweet. And that's kind of how it started. Initially, they weren't actually linking all the posts together. But after people doing this for about two years, in 2009, Twitter finally actually made it a proper uh, functionality.
0: I love it. Look at this. It's not quality time on on Rocky Mountain Marketing unless you're learning something. That is awesome because the way I heard it was not that way. And I, I love this way, way more. So we found this hashtag. It started on Twitter. I've actually started before that in, in chat rooms. And now it's this way of categorizing your content. Now there's been a lot of new developments with Instagram. It feels like Instagram and just keeping up to date on it is a full-time job. And it doesn't help when the head of Instagram kind of keeps coming out with different announcements and different features. But one of the biggest announcement that everyone really kind of was like, whoa, happened last year in 2021. And they said, you only need to use three to five hashtags. So let's just start there before we even dive into his latest announcement.
1: I'm really glad you're setting it up this way. So because it it really just kind of builds into exactly the same thing they're trying to do. So they said, you only need to use three to five hashtags. So I think it's important to know that this was from their at creators account. And that means that they're targeting influencers, people who are being on the more creative side on Instagram, and they may not be spending a ton of time building out a big hashtag strategy as a lot of small businesses might do. And not to mention plenty of influencers have much larger audiences than small businesses do. So why does all that matter? Essentially, the bigger your account is, the less important hashtags are necessarily going to be because you have so many other things that are coming in and bringing you traffic. Now, the other thing is, if you are an influencer who's much more on the creative side, you're not being very strategic, you don't want to spend all this time building out this strategy, you're probably simply just going to add hashtags to your posts off the top of your head when it comes time to posting. So you're about to hit share or publish, and you say, oh, Uh, Here's something that's related. Oh, here's something too. Oh, here's this third hashtag. It's kind of relevant. And you just keep going. And people have always been told Instagram lets you use 30 hashtags. So you need to use 30 hashtags. The problem with this is the more hashtags you use, the higher your chances are of those hashtags being irrelevant, especially if you're just looking at it as, as any hashtag will do. So I think that is really the key and why they said limit it to three to five. It's almost a guardrail for Instagram influencers. You know, it's, it's like three to five, it'll be hard to mess up. So stick there.
0: Well, and Matthew, this is the thing too. I'm so glad that you brought up what he said was published from the creator account. So I love the fact that you brought it up that this was posted from the creator's account because being a content creator and being someone that's on Instagram for business are two totally different things. And that's, it's one of the, my biggest pet peeves when I see these content creators out there saying, Oh, you need to post once a day, a reel once a day and then do it. And I'm like, who with somebody that's trying to grow their business, they don't have time for that. And so that is why hashtags are so important and finding the right hashtags are so important. Because if you're just choosing, like you said, 30 random hashtags. One, you're never going to be seen. And two, is it's kind of a waste of time and effort. I mean, if you do hashtag social media, well, you're not going to see hardly any social media posts. You're going to see a whole bunch of really pretty influencers dancing and showing off some product. But I think that that's where you have to really have that hashtag strategy. So three to five hashtags, yeah, if you have 100,000, 200,000, a million followers, that's fine, three to five hashtags. But for most of us who are 150, 5,000, 10,000, those 30 hashtags need to have a strategy behind them. And and I want to just say the next announcement that we just heard from the head of Instagram was, do hashtags matter? Not really. What say you with this announcement, Matthew?
1: Yeah. So that was on his Instagram stories. And Adam Maseri was responding to a question that said, do hashtags get you views? And what he said is, not really. They may give you a higher chance of being shown on places like hashtag pages or explore, for example, but in general, I wouldn't think of hashtags as a way to get more views. Trying to be an accurate quote there, probably a bit of a paraphrase, but- But
0: it's pretty darn close to exactly what was pretty darn close.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It drilled into my mind. So what's he saying there? Hashtags, are they a way to get you more views? He says, no, don't think of them as a way to get more views. I think often when you hear these uh, messages from Instagram or other large corporations, you have to be very look very specifically at the language. He's not saying hashtags don't get you more views. He's saying, don't think of them that way. And that's an important distinction because, actually, let me, let me pause there for a moment. Because of TikTok, okay? Because TikTok has come up and they've become so popular, what they're known for <laughs> is being able to give you highly relevant content to view, very quickly and very easily. They are masters at showing you the right content to entertain you or interest you. And this has caused a huge problem for Instagram. Instagram, it's been around a lot longer, over a decade now. And with that comes a history of perhaps bad behavior. So, you know, we all know it's it's much more difficult to unlearn a bad habit than it is to build a good one. And That, I think, is what Instagram is trying to do here, is they're trying to course correct their user base and fix our bad habits with hashtags. Why? Because our bad habits with hashtags have put Instagram at a competitive disadvantage compared to TikTok. So for over 10 years, people have been looking at hashtags and saying, I can use 30, I have to use 30, doesn't matter if those hashtags have anything to do with what I'm posting. So Instagram has a much, much larger collection or library of content to recommend than TikTok does. And that entire library has been mislabeled and miscategorized. So they have all these shelves, all these books in their library, and you're like, oh, can I go see this? And they're like, I don't know, maybe it might be there. So that's a real big problem for them is they're struggling to actually show you the right content because people have been mislabeling everything in their library. So. Why does Adam Nassari then say, I wouldn't think of hashtags as a way to get more views because he's trying to change this behavior. He wants you to think of hashtags as a way to properly categorize your content, properly organize it and correctly, specifically label what you're posting. This then helps Instagram to understand what it is, show it to the right people, and then you get more views. So it's kind of a roundabout way. Yes, hashtags do get you more views. But not if you think of them as a way to get more views. You have to think of them as a way to organize everything, and then if you help Instagram to organize, they're going to be able to actually show you to the right people.
0: Ah, oh, Matthew, I love this. I love this, and it's so true because what we saw with TikTok coming out and, and being such a strong force for you know during the pandemic was all of a sudden all these people were leaving because they're like I'm not seeing anything that I like on Instagram, and so now. Instagram's having to play catch up. And we all know that that meta is the king of the copycat and they copied, you know, with, with Instagram stories, that's Snapchat, you know, we're seeing reels, which is from TikTok and they weren't thinking ahead. So like you said, they have all these books in their library, but they're basically just thrown in a pile on the floor and you have to search through them. And that is a great analogy. So hashtags, they make sense. You do need to use them, but you need to have a strategy behind them. You have to find those niche hashtags so that you can get your your content in front of the right people. Okay. How do I do that?
1: How do you do that? That's a big question. So you have to make sure you're properly using the right hashtags. We'll talk about relevancy first. There's a lot of other technical stuff we can go into, but making sure your hashtags are relevant is key. And I start with kind of three building blocks in my hashtag strategy. That means one, the first one is hashtags that describe your business or industry. So hashtags that talk about what business you are in. What hashtags describe your competitors? What are they using? The second one is hashtags that describe. Well,
0: well, before you before you dive into what the second one is, like so for me, I use like social media strategist, Denver small business owner. You know, those are all things that I do in the business that I'm in. So a lot of real estate agents, Littleton real estate, Littleton realtor, you know, what the business that you're in finding new homes. So those are kind of finding the niche hashtags of what business it is that you do and that you are in. If you want an art gallery, art curator, Napa or whatever. So just wanted to clarify that really fast. Okay. Back to you, Matthew.
1: No, I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, you want hashtags that describe your business as well as what maybe service you provide uh, if it's a specific service. So the second one would be a, a building block that's really gonna break down into a few more and that is your content or your topics. Typically when someone builds a social media strategy, they have content pillars and they probably recycle these each week. So if you're only posting three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're going to have a different content pillar that you talk about each day. So let's say you're a real estate agent. Okay. One day you might have testimonials, uh, people who have sold their homes with you or bought homes from you. Maybe every Wednesday or every Monday, we'll start at the beginning of the week. Every Monday you uh, have a testimonial there. That's your content pillar. So these would be hashtags like real estate testimonial. That's off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a lot more if we were to to search them up. Second might be a piece of education. So maybe you're teaching people what to look for when they're buying a home or how to properly stage their home when they're selling. These could be two different topics, but you're going to have your education content pillar that you might break down into a couple of topics. But for each one of these topics, you're then going to have a collection of hashtags that speak specifically to those. Friday, okay, maybe it's time for some entertainment or Maybe it's time for actually showing off some houses you're selling. So you might be doing some reels that give some cool, fun tours of of the spaces that you have on offer. And again, you'd have hashtags that specifically are specific, like describing this, like uh, maybe virtual tours or, or something of that sort specific to what you're showing. Now, this is your entire content building block. So you can see that one breaks down and gets very niched as you go. Then we finally get to one that people often forget about, and the last building block is hashtags that describe your audience. So you need to know who you're selling to, and you need to determine who that is. If you're a local business, those may be hashtags that describe your your location. These could be geographic uh, hashtags such as your city, maybe even your neighborhood. If you're in like a niche uh, kind of cool kitschy neighborhood of your your city, maybe there's certain slogans that your state has that you could be using so on and so forth. And of course, understanding who your buyer is. Are they young moms? Are they newlyweds? Are you selling houses only to newlyweds? You're going to understand exactly who it is and you want to find hashtags that describe those people. Hashtags that they're using themselves in their own content uh, and as well hashtags that they're following uh, as long as those actually describe them. So that's kind of how you make sure your hashtags are relevant. Do they do your hashtags describe your business, your content and your audience? I really want to nail down the audience one though for a second, because people forget this one and they're like, oh, my hashtags are relevant. It's great. I've described my business, I've described my content. The only people who are following my account are my competitors and industry peers. And that's wise because people don't think about, oh, I actually need to get in front of my audience as well. So use hashtags that describe your audience and make sure that your content speaks directly to that audience. Make it clear that there's a link between your post and that hashtag.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And I think that that's where sitting down and really identifying who your target audience is, is so essential. It makes creating a content strategy so much easier and therefore your your hashtag strategy so much easier. And it's not just like, oh, well, I work with... So for me, I typically work with corporate women. So women who who come from corporate ages 40 to 55 that have left the corporate world and they're starting their own business and they know that they need to do a lot of things, but they also know that they need to delegate. And that's where I come in. So, I mean, I know exactly who I am talking to, but that's where you, the more targeted that you can be and the more you can figure out who your ideal client and customer is, then you can speak directly to them. You can use the hashtags that you're searching. So if you're a a realtor in Denver, you can use hashtag 5280 homes or hashtag 5280 events. If you want to get into people that might be searching the events that are in Denver, what you're saying basically, Matthew is stop using hashtag home. If you're a real estate, real estate agent.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You want to really avoid these generic basic hashtags and if you if you think of it like the same way you would uh, search engine optimization, if you're a small business especially, the chance of you showing up for if I go onto Google and I put in home sales just that alone, chances are you you're not going to show up as an independent realtor. So you need to think of something much more specific, such as uh, you know independent home sales in Denver, Colorado. So yes. the more long tail you can get with your hashtags, the better chances you will have.
0: So we talked about finding those right hashtags. There's been a lot of talk about how many hashtags to use. In your opinion, what do you think? Do you think nine to 12, three to five, use all 30? In your opinion, what is the magic secret sauce?
1: Every time someone has a magic number, it's either because, well, this person said so, or Instagram said so, or is a uh, it's a study that really isn't relevant. My favorite is when people say that there's, you should always be using 11 hashtags and they point to this one study and they say that that's like the golden number. Uh, What they don't point out is that that one study looks at only fortune 500 businesses with like under a thousand followers. So it was a very, you know, that's not really relevant to most small businesses. None of us are fortune 500 companies and that's a bit of a tangent, but every time that someone gives a magic number, you want to look into why that is, because chances are it's not the most substantiated. Uh, and even if they have done a, a data analysis, they said, we looked at a million posts, all of the, the posts with 11 hashtags did better. Maybe that's true, but you're also not taking into account a lot of other metrics, like the quality of their content, what time they're posting, uh, were they encouraging people to share? what there's What format of content was it? So All of these things matter when wondering what the best number to use is. And we never have that data in any accurate way. So I don't have a magic number. My magic number is use as many hashtags as are relevant. If you can be like really specific and relevant to what you're posting and still have 30 hashtags, which is totally possible if you get strategic and spend some time up front, do that because every hashtag is another avenue that leads back to your business. But If you only have five or 10 hashtags and that's as many as you can include while still being relevant, that's where you wanna stay.
0: I love it. So Matthew, this leads me into the perfect segue. Tell us a little bit more about what Hashtag Slayer does.
1: Okay, so Hashtag Slayer connects directly to your Instagram account to take a look at your engagement metrics, your following size, your recent posts. And we use that to help you optimize your hashtag strategy. That kind of, it works in three stages. First, you search up hashtags, then you add them to different collections, kind of like what I was talking about earlier, You know, your business collection, your different topics, and so on. And then when it comes time to posting, you don't have to select your hashtags individually. You say, I know I'm talking about topics A, B, and C today. So you just toggle on each collection that you want to use, you hit generate set, and you let our algorithm kind of look at all those metrics to find the optimized ratio of competitive hashtags and less competitive hashtags and a whole bunch of other things that we could get into. But you kind of leave that all up to us. You've already done the the work of deciding what hashtags you want to use. And then you don't have to decide uh, the whole thing when it comes time to posting. So you just say topic A, B, and C, generate, and we give you your set.
0: I love it. And Matthew, I feel like you and I could have maybe like a three, four, maybe five additional podcast episodes all about hashtags because there's so much that's tied into these little pound signs and, and the effect and the power that they can have. We didn't even get in get into how you can utilize those for categorizing your content just for your own library. So I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. Where can people learn more about hashtag Slayer and about you?
1: For sure. It's a uh, hashtag Slayer.com or at hashtag Slayer app on Instagram.
0: Awesome. And I know that you are always making changes with the app. You always have a ton of updates and it's always at the very top of the latest trends. So it's not ever really dated here. So I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. Go check out the hashtag Slayer app. Follow them on Instagram. Matthew does reels and all sorts of things and provides great education, all about hashtags. Matthew, thank you again for coming on the show today.
1: Yeah. Thanks again. It was fun.
0: Uh, Matthew, he has been the cure to all of our hashtag headaches. And it really is true. You have to have a hashtag strategy and there's tools out there like hashtag Slayer that can help you with your hashtag strategy. There's so much that goes into it and staying up to date with the latest trends, utilizing the hashtags that make the most sense for you and your business and finding the right amount of hashtags that are relevant for that post means everything. And Matthew did give all the listeners of Rocky Mountain Marketing a huge discount on hashtag Slayer. So if you are sitting there saying hashtags, they are for me, I'm going to go ahead You've convinced me to start being more strategic with my hashtags, getting those collections together. I'm going to go check out hashtag Slayer. So go to HashtagSlayer.com and enter in the code RMM. So Rocky Mountain Marketing, so RMM, and you will get 90% off of hashtag Slayer. Go check it out. It's the tool that I use. I recommend it to all my clients and it's very, very user intuitive. It helps you with your hashtag strategy. And if today's episode taught you anything, it's that you need to have one. You need to be strategic with your hashtags. It is still one of the best ways to be found organically for all of us small business owners that don't have a million followers and aren't creating content daily. Having a hashtag strategy is everything. So head over to hashtagslayer.com, enter in the code RMM and start getting your hashtag strategy in place so that you no longer have a hashtag headache. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website at www.nextstepssocialcommunications.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn or check me out on Instagram. Let's keep taking your marketing to new heights.